Okay, so anyone who knows me, and honestly, at this point, anyone who listens to the podcast, because I guess we've just (laughs) gotten real close around here, knows that I do not wear bras. And like, that's not some sort of an over-exaggeration. You can ask any of my friends. I truly do not ever wear bras. However, there have recently been some circumstances where like, I just have to. I've been saying yes to more things. I feel like we've been going to more events and there are just some outfits. I got to do it. And when I tell you I have finally found a bra that makes wearing one bearable. Like I'm never going to be an everyday bra wearer. It's not in the cars for me. But when I have to, the only bras I can wear are skims, which I'll get into the specific ones in a second, but we all know this comes as no surprise. Like I have been an OG diehard skims fan since day one. I am a fan of every single product they make. You know the way I feel about the underwear, the clothes, all of it. But now adding bras to the mix, specifically the Fits Everybody t-shirt bra, because You guys know the way I feel about the Fits Everybody collection. I could talk about that for forever, but specifically the t-shirt bra, it's just so comfortable. I don't know, the straps don't dig into you. It's probably the only bra I've ever worn where when I get home, I'm not like dying to take it off, which I cannot express how massive of a feat that is for someone like me. It's just comfortable and it just does what it needs to do. And I am such a fan, which like no surprise, I love everything Skims makes, but here to confirm the bras are as good as you would think that they are. Shop Skims Bras at skims.com, now available in 62 sizes, 30A through 46H. If you haven't yet, be sure to let them know we sent you. After you place your order, select podcast in the survey and select our show in the drop-down menu that follows. On today's episode, we talk Brad Pitt and Charlie's Theron apparently dating, Miley Cyrus shutting down those pregnancy rumors, a little Jeff Bezos update, we crown our funniest common and the best clapback of the week, and of course, there's so much to discuss in the world of Kardashian. Hi guys, I'm Emma. I'm Julie. And we're the girls behind Commas by Celebs. And we are back this week. There's so much to discuss. We hit a million this weekend, first of all. Crazy. <laughs> Which was so exciting. It happened on, when did it happen? On Saturday, right? Yeah, yeah Saturday. We were we were so expecting. Uh, we were like, we were, it was so close, so close. We were waiting, waiting, waiting. And I, at finally, like 2 a.m., I was like, Julie, I got to go to sleep. I couldn't wait. So we woke up to it, which was such a cool feeling. So great. So thank you, all of you. I know you guys were just as excited as we were, which was really cool to see. Um, anyway, a lot to get into today, so let's just start. First off, Brad Pitt and Charlize Theron are apparently dating, and this is wild. But makes sense also. Makes so much sense. And I'm going to say something which you may think is a little bold. Remember, at, which we discuss all the time, when A-Rod and J-Lo started dating, and we were like, oh, obviously. There's right. a small part of me that when I heard that was like, oh, obviously. Right. Like it just, it it seemed like a natural progression. That's what it seemed like. Completely. First of all, they're both two of the most beautiful people in Hollywood. They both seem to be like very good people. I I just, there's a lot going on there. Um, I think one of the most interesting things that they were apparently introduced by Charlize's ex, Sean Penn. Sean Penn, right. Which, what a triangle. Oh, seriously. It's like if you add up all of the famous people they've all been linked to, no, it's insane. We should do that. As a dinner party we, game? No, not even as a dinner party game. Just like a game where we like web celebrities by who they've been with and like see if you can connect like random celebrities to like top, top celebrities. Yeah, because you know that, what I mean? I mean, yeah. Are you kidding? Between the two of them? I, I, <laughs> it's everyone. Um, yeah, so apparently they were all over each other at a function last week. I read this article that said his arm was around her the entire night and that they were very flirtatious. She was sipping like a vodka soda. He was drinking just water because he's still sober. And Good for him. Yeah, I don't know. I'm into it. I just think also, as we always say, celebrity sex tapes, we'd love to see. What would you do? Oh, my God. Yeah. I didn't even think about that. But think yeah. about it. Wait, think oh about it for a second. Oh, my God. I yeah. know, I know. Oh yeah, that's a good one. He's so hot and she's so hot. I just, wow. 
Um, and you guys know, I think that she was like one of the best dressed at, what was it? The most recent, the Golden, Golden Globes. Globes yeah. yeah. I had forgot about her. And then when I saw that, I was like, wow, you yeah. are so stunning. So, she looked gorgeous. Remember when you like used to be watching TV and the Dior commercial would come on? Yes. And she I know exactly, you, you know, exactly what you're exactly talking about. Exactly what I'm talking exactly about. Exactly what you're talking wow, about. Wow, this is a goddess. Yeah. You know, yeah. It's so crazy that we still play the celebrity sex tape game because when was the last time a sex tape got released? I don't know, but hey, it's the first we time. We could always dream. I know. <laughs> Um, okay, next story of the week is Miley Cyrus shut down the pregnancy rumors. So basically, Daily Mail, obviously, <laughs> tweeted out a story on Wednesday that said the headline was Miley Cyrus and Liam Hemsworth expecting their first child together. And she replied with like an edited image of herself, and it was the Instagram's record breaking egg. And it was like, I'm not egg expecting, but it's excellent to hear everyone's so happy for us. We're happy too. She's like, now everybody stop worrying and like go back to caring about an egg. Right. Very classic Miley way to shut it down. Totally. I think she will get pregnant soon, though. That's just my guess. What do you, what's your, do you have an estimate that you like to give? Um, I think within the next two years. I'm not, I don't think within the year. I think probably next year. I think the next two years seems doable. Did you read the thing about Margot Robbie? Yes. So do you With, explain it. Okay. So Margot Robbie, who also got married somewhat recently, um, came out with a thing saying that as soon as she got married, everyone basically was like, when are you having kids? When are you having kids? And she's like, don't presume just because I'm married and I'm a woman that, like, I'm having kids right away. Like, it's not your business when I'm having kids and don't just assume that that's something that I want. Totally. Or at all. Yeah. Right. Yeah. No, no, it's so true. I think that we're all, like, when I when I read her say that, I was like, yes, I so agree. But then for a second, I was like, wait, I think I'm guilty of that. Because well, the no, we're all I- guilty of it. Because as soon as somebody gets married, like, it's not even like, I think she was talking about it from the perspective, like, just because I'm a woman doesn't mean I I'm, I'm, have these muggly instincts and I automatically want to be mom. I think that when we do, we think of it from like, here's this amazing, gorgeous couple that would have gorgeous children. Like, we would love to see them have kids. And it's not like we're expecting it. It's just like, how wonderful would that be? Yeah. But I think that probably it does, in a very backwards way, put pressure. Totally. It's just like an interesting thing to think about, kind of. Right. You know what I mean? And you never know. Like, somebody could want kids and have a really hard time conceiving. And it's like a really difficult topic for them. So, uh, yeah, it makes you think. It does make you think. Thank you, Marco, for making us think. Um. Also, we wanted to take a moment to (laughs) raise a little bit of awareness about Matthew Colma. That is Hilary Duff's husband. For those of you who may know that, you're like, okay, duh, why are you telling us this? But I'll explain why. He's hilarious on Instagram. So funny. Like, and he comments the funniest things on her pictures. And if you don't know that it's her husband, you think this guy's just a dick because it's like a picture of her holding the baby. And he's like, what the fuck are you doing? How do you, don't you know how to hold a kid? And people that don't know that it's her husband go off on him. And it's so funny because it's like, it's his kid. Right. So we wanted to post a really funny comment, but we were like, we can't go through the whole process of explaining it. So this is us explaining it to everyone that Matthew Colma is Hillary Duff's husband. They have a really funny back and forth on Instagram and just know that we may be posting more of them. Yeah, I would love to post more. We And we've had this struggle before. We're like, so funny, but I don't feel like explaining who they are. Yeah, and we're not we're not just thinking that people don't know. We posted it once and people had no idea. Yeah. So we're slowly, that, this is our announcement that we are slowly integrating Matthew Colma into the world of CBC. I love it. Because we appreciate his humor, so thank you. Um, also, Julie, would you like to give a little Jeff Bezos update? I would. I've become really invested in this story. I know you have. I love Main, learning. Mainly because I always thought that, like, if Jeff Bezos ever got divorced, I would be his next wife right, just because of, like, the money, obviously. <laughs> like, oh, my God. His wife is so lucky. I know not everyone <laughs> sees it this way, but she's 
going to get half of $144 billion, and she doesn't have to share a bet anymore. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. This woman is literally my inspiration. Living the dream. She, no prenup. Anybody who doesn't—I want, like, a Hall of Fame for, like, rich wives who didn't sign prenups. What a move. That's my religion. I know. That is your my religion. My religion is people who—and and why would she have needed to? It was 25 years ago. You know the craziest thing? It's like when you hear situations like this, right? And, th- and let's say that the person's worth uh, 200 million or 300 million, 400 million. And I'm not saying the guy because it could be the woman that's worth right. more. You always hear, wow, that's a, that's a big, you know, that's a that's going to be a big loss. When you have that much money, once you're past 50 billion, it doesn't matter anymore. Like y- you think he's crying? Literally once you're past the billion, it honestly doesn't matter. Like it, it's so, it's so insignificant in he's the scheme losing of things. A, he's losing half of $144 billion. And I keep saying that because I'm not good at math. 72. <laughs> 72. He's losing 70. And it's literally like if I were to throw a $20 bill out. It's unbelievable. Like, yeah, it's not great, but it's not great, but it doesn't will, change anything. That's the thing. It will affect his life 0% because anything that he wanted already, he can still continue to have. And now he's in love. Yeah. So Everyone wins. So can you give an update yeah, as to the woman? So, so this woman is Lauren Sanchez. Um, her ex-husband and Jeff used to be really good friends. He is a co-CEO of WMA. It's always fun when that happens, right? Isn't when the, it? Fr- the husbands are friends, yeah. Yeah, it makes you think. <laughs> um, so, yeah, and then they got together. I don't—a couple of months ago, it seems like. Definitely an affair. It wasn't like they split and then—no, both of them were cheating. Um, and a lot of their text messages got— leaked between the two of them. Can I just seem very loving? Okay, but can I just make a, can I just raise something, a question to yeah, you? Yeah, of course. So, you know, apparently some of the pictures or some of the text messages had pictures of like he was sending pictures of his dick and it was kind of whatever. Don't you think when you're that level, like a Jeff Bezos, you would think he knows, cares more about security than anyone? Well, it's so funny you say that because did you watch Chrissy and John on Watch What Happens Live? No, I missed so, it. I saw some of it, actually. So Andy asked them, and was like, do you guys, like, what's the, like, sexiest picture John's ever sent you? And Chrissy was like, he still won't send them with his face in it because he doesn't trust me. And she, he's like, he's like, I trust you. I just don't trust the internet, which it's is so, so interesting, it's right? So tr- I mean, <laughs> we talk about this literally no, all the I time. No, I know, but it's like, even for Chrissy and John to be like, for Chrissy to be like, he never sends pictures with his face in it. Also, I love thinking about them sexing each other. I know. Oh, my God. That's so much fun. It's just, like, fun. Like, it's not even hot. It's just fun. I know. We should have an episode just, like, on that. Um, Also, something else we discovered via Instagram this week, which was kind of shocking to us. Naomi Campbell and Liam Payne, this is what happened. I'm scrolling through Instagram, and all of a sudden, I see a picture of, I I see a picture of Naomi. She's looking beautiful. And Liam comments something like, your eyes, like, those beautiful eyes or something, and I'm like, wait a second, what's going on here? So I click on his and I see she commented on his picture, like, what a beautiful soul. And he's like, takes one to no one. And I'm like, Julie, what is happening We're right now? We're watching them literally about to hook up. Like via the, co- it was crazy. Did, can do you I think it? they're going to hook up or do you think they're just like playing? I don't know, but, so you know how he let, he's into older women, that's yeah. like his thing. A lot of people were messaging us or like commenting saying that they think it's going to happen. Can you guys, that's a question that I would love to hear what the followers think. Can yeah. you guys email us, remember? <laughs> plug for comments by celebs pod at gmail.com and tell us what you actually think because I'm so curious and I'm honestly not educated enough into their situation. Yeah, me either. Listen, I'm all for it. Like, not necessarily them. I don't really know enough about either of them, but in general, these kind of, I guess you could say not uh, not the most common matches. Like, right. you, wouldn't ex- you wouldn't think that they would be together necessarily. You would never associate You would them never together, associate because right. they don't hang in the same circles, what I'm saying. 
I'm into that. Like, I like when when that happens. Yeah, I do too. It's interesting, and it like it really throws things for a loop. It does. Um, also, this was the week of the Fire Festival documentaries, which I think Julie's going to take the reins on filling anyone in that missed that. I feel like anyone, and she means filling her in because she still hasn't seen either of them. <laughs> I could so talk. <laughs> I know. I'm sorry. I'm not sorry, actually. I could talk about Fire Festival for literally the rest of my life. So for people who don't know, Fire Festival happened in April of 2017. And it was set up to be this, like, super exclusive music festival on a private island in the Bahamas that people were paying, like, hundreds of thousands of dollars to go to. And the whole hype behind it was created via Instagram, which is why the story is so interesting, that all of these bloggers and influencers posted about Fire Festival, created this unbelievable hype around it to the point where people— felt like they had to be there, which is why, A, the whole situation is so ridiculous. And when it obviously went completely wrong, people found it to be so funny because it's like, who pays $100,000 for a ticket so that they don't have FOMO? That's why everyone's like, I I can't feel sorry for the people who were cheated out of this money because it's like, how dumb can you be to buy into this in the first place? Uh, yeah, it's, it is wild. But it was so cool to see like all of the behind the scenes of what went wrong and what exactly just happened between the the social media side of it and and to see like Billy McFarlane and where he went wrong with all of it and how I think he, he's like a professional con man. Like, but I think he genuinely, the way the documentaries made it seem that he had this idea, he planned on seeing it through to fruition, but he got way in over his head and he could have, you know, stopped it when before it got out of hand and he didn't. He let it go until people were showing up on this, quote, private island that wasn't a private island. It was a complete shit show. They were promised private villas on the beach, this, like, these unbelievable accommodations. There were tents set up on the beach, and it was disgusting. It wasn't even, like, a gorgeous beach. It was, like, over the water, like, on the bay. And the real victims here are all the people on the island who are, like, locals of this island of Exuma who were cheated out of all of this money because they had to work to, like, throw help throw this festival. They were never compensated for their wages. This one woman who worked on, like, the main bar and restaurant on Exuma had shelled out $50,000 of her own savings to, like, feed all of these people on the island. And I think they actually started to go fund me for her. Because she's such a victim here. And it's just, it was so crazy. The best part of the documentary, which I sent you yesterday, and I made it my Instagram story because I'm obsessed with this one part, is where this one guy who was working on Fire Festival, he knew the whole time he was just like, everything was in over his head. He kept begging Billy to stop. Billy was like, we're too far in. We're not stopping, whatever. A few days before the festival, he gets a call from Billy. And Billy's like, you need to take one. We need you to take one for the team. And he's like, what do you mean? I've been taking one for the team every step of the way. And Billy's like, there's $2 million worth of Evian water being held at customs. We can't have this festival unless unless there's water there. It's just not possible. He's like, you're our resident gay person on staff. We need you to go to customs and suck the custom officer's dick to get our Shut up. swear to God. The guy says, he was like, are you fucking kidding me? He goes, I went home. I took a shower put some mouthwash in my mouth. And he goes, I went over to the office fully prepared to suck that guy's dick. He didn't have to. The guy was like, no, listen, it's fine. You can pay me after. But he was 100%. I have never in my life. That was the best part of any documentary I've seen ever. And I've watched so many documentaries. Can you believe that? Wait, now I finally get the meme. Right. 
That is a- He was going to suck dick to get $2 million <laughs> worth of Evian water out of customs. Let me tell you. Evian water is disgusting, by <laughs> the way. I was way. about to say, I could understand if it was Poland Spring. Are you kidding? Oh, my God. That's like saying I'd fuck that guy for Dasani. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> at that point, just like drink the salt water of the ocean. Oh, my God. That is so incredible. Wow. Isn't that insane? You told that so well. It was oh, riveting. I was so interested the entire time. And let me say something that my lesson learned in that whole, you all explaining that is that we need someone on our team that would be willing to suck anyone's dick for anything that we potentially may need in the future. Isabel. <laughs> She's not up for the job. We can change her. <laughs> um, okay. Let's now transition into our award ceremony. This is the part of the episode where we crown the funniest comment and the best clapback of the week. Before we start our award ceremony, Em, would you like to <laughs> deliver a word from our sponsor this week? Oh, I thought you'd never ask. Yes. So this episode is actually sponsored by Casper. And Casper is a sleep brand that makes expertly designed products to help you get your best rest one night at a time. Um, so Casper is designed by humans for humans. So the products are cleverly designed to mimic human curves, providing support, supportive comfort for all kinds of bodies, which is really great because there's no such thing as like a mattress that fits everyone. It, you know, it, it really... Depends on your body, obviously. Um, so their most popular model is the Casper, which has over 20,000 reviews and an average of 4.8 stars across Casper, Amazon, and Google. Um, and it really is becoming the internet's favorite mattress, which is kind of crazy. Uh, I think one of the best things about this company, though, is the amount of selection. So it offers two other mattresses, the Wave and the Essential, which Ooh. Julie, <laughs> you want to tell us about them? I would love to, but I wasn't prepared for this, so let me pull out my sheet. <laughs> The Essential has a streamlined design at a price that won't keep you up at night. Casper also offers a wide array of other products like pillows and sheets, too, to ensure an overall better sleep experience. Is that what you wanted me to read? <laughs> <laughs> so the way features a patent-pending premium support system to mirror the natural shape of your body, which that one's— Oh, so no, it wasn't what you wanted me to read. <laughs> But that one's more for me. Like, I, if I see myself, if I was, like, deciding between a wave and the essential, the wave is more me. I don't know about you. I don't know. Um, and also the convenience of it is just incredible. So there's affordable prices because Casper cuts out the middleman and sells it directly to you, which is awesome. And also the hassle-free returns if you're not completely satisfied, which I think that's the biggest plus for me. I... Returning is like my worst. Yeah, I'm, so I'm really bad, bad at, at returning. It. It's it's like really a problem because I'll spend a lot of money and then even if something doesn't fit or it doesn't work, I just am too lazy. But this make they make it so easy to be able to do so. So that's something I personally actually really appreciate. And also, I'm sure you've seen this all over Instagram. It comes in a box, which is incredibly convenient for anybody living in an apartment or a small space. Or think about it if you're living in a in a uh, walk up. You know. Yeah. Totally. So it's it's a, definitely a plus. Um, but the best of all is that you can be sure of your purchase with Casper's 100-night risk-free sleep-on-a-trial, which is very key. So if you guys are interested to get $50 towards select mattresses by visiting casper.com slash celebs and using the code celebs at checkout, uh, terms and conditions apply. So again, if you want to get $50 off towards select mattresses by visiting casper.com slash celebs and using code celebs at checkout. Again, terms and conditions do apply. So now we are going to discuss our funniest comments. I have to say this week, there was a lot of content, but I don't think that it was our funniest week in terms of the world of celebrity. Would you agree with that? I would agree with you. I'm not saying that it was bad. Like, listen, you guys are doing great. Don't, don't get don't offended. Stop. Don't get, don't, don't get don't, your, yeah, yeah, exactly. Don't get your hopes up. But, um, <laughs> not hopes up, hopes down. Yeah. What's the word I'm looking for? <laughs> I don't, know. don't get discouraged. Don't get discouraged. Yeah. Um, but personally, I think that that was, that this wasn't our craziest, funniest week, but whatever. So, as you guys know, The Rock is an intense trainer, 
like working out, whatever. And so he always posts these cheat meals. And if you've ever seen them, they're massive amounts of food. But sometimes he does this like cookie train and it's literally, I don't even know, 15 cookies that are each minimally 10 inches. They're yeah, massive. they're big. And so for those, you know, it's a cheat meal. But last week he posted this picture of his cheat meal and it was sushi. And Jack Black comments, wait, sushi's a cheat food? And it was just so relatable because it's like, I think everybody looking at that was thinking the exact same thing. Right. Like, sushi is what I eat when I'm trying to be healthy. Exactly. It literally is. No, exactly. And here's the rock. Like, oh, really? Like, letting myself go this tonight. So we thought that was really funny. Um, and also, Kylie Jenner posted. So we'll talk about that vacation after because holy shit, that vacation she was yeah, on. holy we'll, shit. We'll get into it in detail in the Kardashian recap. Um, but she posted this picture of her beautiful villa and Justin Bieber commented like, what? Where's the invite for, for me and Hales? And she responded like, you love birds can come next time. Okay, here's the thing. It's not that that is so funny, but the whole concept of it, here's Kylie Jenner posting her vacation, Justin Bieber publicly commenting on Instagram wanting him and Haley Baldwin invited. Kylie then responding, saying like, you guys can come anytime. It's just so crazy. It was all of it, I know. It was just the whole idea of it was just like, wow, this is this is wild. It's, 100%. We're living in a wild world. Literally insane. Right? Um, I personally think Jack Black, though. Yeah, definitely, yeah. Okay, also, you know how it's, you, we always know that they're going to win or not, or not, that, but they have a good chance that when we post it in a roundup and people comment saying, he should have he got his own. Yeah. It's Did like, we post that one we in a roundup? We post that one in a roundup. We didn't Sometimes do we just don't know. Sometimes we're not sure. Listen, we're not perfect. <laughs> so crazy, though, when a, when a roundup post wins the best of the week. It is Such a Cinderella crazy. story. Oh, such a nice way to put it. Yeah. Um, okay, also, so for Best Clapback, we had a couple of nominees. So- Maggie Rogers, who I don't know if you guys are that familiar with, but I kind of think you are because every time we post her, people get really excited about it. Um, and she posted a picture of her and Ellen and she was like, guys, it's so cool. And someone commented like, for me, you're boring. And she responds, be gone, troll. That's it. Super simple, super classy to the point. She's up and coming and we were just happy to see her clapping back. She's going to be the biggest. She already is such a huge phenomenon, but she's going to be the biggest thing soon. She's getting. You can just tell, yeah. Yeah. I can tell by just the following that she has already. And the way people respond when yeah, we post Yeah, people really her. like her. Yeah. So also, uh, Casey Musgraves posted this picture of her singing and she's wearing a yellow beanie and someone comments, that beanie looks dumb AF. And she responds, your 14 followers look dumb AF. Again, we posted this in a roundup. People were commenting like, Casey deserves her own. We'll get into why we don't think so after. Let's just say that they're yeah. a nominee. Um, and then also Kate Beckinsale. I don't even know if this is a clapback. I just thought it was really funny. I guess it all depends on the intention of the person commenting it. But she posts this picture of her looking gorgeous because she is. And someone writes, what do you look like without makeup? And she responds, a tiny fossilized walnut. She is hilarious. <laughs> she's so good. I need her to follow. I know. How does she not? It's She's commented on one of our posts before. Yeah. She knows we exist. Like confirmation. Do we know if she follows a lot of people or no? I don't know, but we'll check with that. We can do it after. Um I think our winner that we decided before this was Maggie Rogers, just because we really want to induct her into the CBC world. So this is kind of our way of doing so. Do you agree? Yeah. And our response for why it's not Casey is because, like, here's that person's comment was mean, and I felt like her comment was just kind of mean back. I don't know. It's I, hard. It's it, so hard because sometimes it's like we sound so ridiculous for being like, we don't like that clapback, but we post others. I don't know. It's just like— for me, it's such a gut feeling. It, yeah, I can't really explain it. I'm sure people are not going to agree with our explanation, but we just both were like, eh. 
I was I was just going to compare it to something, and then I was like, that makes no sense. Like, I was going to say, because I was like, I don't know it, but I know it when I see it. Like, which one's a good clapback? And I was like, what is, what is that? Like, what do I think of? It's like the, the law on child pornography is like, <laughs> I don't know what, I can't define it, but I know it when I see it. And I was like, what was I just thinking of? And it was that. <laughs> when you watch too much SVU. Um, okay, so congratulations, Maggie Rogers. You are the recipient for this week's Best Clapback, and we're excited to have you more on board. Right? Definitely. Okay. Uh, oh, one more thing that we have to mention just in the world of Instagram is Jessica Simpson did her, so you guys know the 10 years challenge is going viral. She killed it, like hands killed down. It. This was kind of like an under the radar clapback because she wasn't clapping back at someone specifically. But what happened was like a week ago, she posted this picture of her foot and she's incredibly pregnant and it was incredibly swollen. Like this was a Kim Kardashian preeclampsia moment. Like I've never seen a foot that swollen before. It was intense. Um, like I hired a surrogate when I saw that picture. <laughs> Literally. Um, and people were making kind of fun of her. And so then she posted as her 10-year challenge. And the left was like her legs when before she was pregnant, incredibly sculpted, like looking really sexy. And then the right was a picture of her foot. It was hilarious. It was hilarious. I like when celebrities can play along. Yeah, she was kind of just making fun of herself and going with it. I think anyone also that was like, like that story blew up about her ankle just because it was so crazy. I don't know if anybody was like making fun of her maliciously. It was just like, no, it's so funny. Like Totally, totally. I think what's cool about that is when you think Jessica Simpson, I think a lot of people's first thought is like how she was the bombshell. You know, she was like the the token hot girl. Think about her Daisy Dukes, all that type of stuff. And here she is showing something very like quote unsexy. Right. Do you know what I mean? Totally. And just being raw with it, which is kind of cool. It's like a very – think about 10 years ago, you wouldn't have necessarily thought that side of it. No, her. right. So it's it's cool to see the evolution. Um, are you ready to transition to our Kardashian recap? I'm always ready. I know. We were born ready for this. We're now transitioning to our Kardashian recap. And for those of you uninterested, feel free to fast forward. But for those of you interested, get ready because Kylie's on vacation and we have to talk about it. <laughs> okay. It was, it was Stormy's first birthday, so naturally Kylie rented like literally an island and her and Jordan went together. I Can you – what's your understanding of how Travis was there or not? Travis was there. But there was much a, I don't know because he's an incredibly busy guy. I know. I saw um, one picture where she was kissing him. I know the one. I, know, I think she just wasn't as public with him and showing him. Um, so I don't know how long he was there for, but – I think he, I mean he was definitely there for part of it, maybe not the whole maybe thing, the whole which thing. is could be why she like went with Jordan instead of just with Travis. Yeah, Jordan. I say this every single time. Jordan Woods lives the life. Yeah, she really does. And I don't mean that in a way of like she's. I'm not getting on that bandwagon. Like she's only where she is because she's friends with Kyle. That's not what I'm saying. I'm just saying they have a genuine friendship, and she seriously lives the life because yeah. when you're that close with someone and that person has access to those types of things, you just. Yeah, you reap the benefits, and not in a, not in a way of she's like a quote gold digger. That's not what I'm saying. No, I not just, at all. It's, it's just awesome. Like, yeah, the, the, this is stuff they can do together. Her. Yeah. Um, I don't know where they were. A lot of people were asking. I don't know. Uh, it was like uh, a Turks and Caicos. Caicos. Turks and Caicos. It was. Yeah. It was beautiful. Also, people asked us about this. So Kylie posted a picture of her on the yacht, looking gorgeous, and. Sophia commented the hard eyes. Right. <laughs> so many people messaged us like, "Oh my god." It's funny, though, because they were friends before. So it's like, it's crazy and it's not crazy. It's really not crazy. I think it's just when anytime it's public, it makes it so much more real. It's, yeah. In in reality, it's not crazy. She commented a hard eyes on her her, her boyfriend's sister. Like, well, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, boyfriend's ex-girlfriend's sister. Right, I know. but I mean, it's, it's, it's really interesting. And I really like to see Sophia kind of being integrated into the family and her playing along with like, 
all of them playing nicely because I think it could be such a weird thing in a new relationship. Like, not that the relationship's so new, but just for Sophia to have to deal with Scott still being close with his ex-girlfriend's family could be a lot for somebody. And to see, like, her being completely okay with it and her commenting hard eye emojis and her getting along with the siblings. That's so funny. Yeah, That yeah, was the most 2019 thing ever. Like, she commented hard eye emojis. Everything's fine. It's, I know, but I it's know. true. No, it is so true. I know. You do not comment a hard eye emoji unless you really feel hard eyes. A thousand percent. There are, other, there are other emojis. You could throw the fire. Yeah, like, fire's like— Fire's like, leave it or take it. I'll, yeah. th- I'll throw a fire on anyone. You don't get the hard eyes. Like, you unless, can look hot. It doesn't mean I like you. Exactly. Hard eyes means— I fuck yeah. with you. Yeah. Um, in the other world of Kardashian baby news, it was Chicago's first birthday, which I swear to God was on the national news when I was on the elliptical this morning. Of it course like, it was, though. It's so insane. Um, and so— Kim had a Alice in Wonderland themed birthday party at her house, which was designed by the one and only Mindy Weiss. Our girl. Our girl. And it was so cute. Did you see the video? First of all, Saint literally killed it at the party. Killed it. Killed it. But did you see the video of him and Dr. Orion's son in the pantry? Of course. And the ice cream machine in the house? I can't, I can't, I can't. Not that I'm surprised that they have an ice cream machine. It's just like, how do you resist that when you have an ice cream machine at all time? Think about you and how much you love soft serve. Oh my God. I couldn't. That's why I'm like, everybody always complains about McDonald's soft serve always being broken. I'm it's like so a fucking happy. Blessing. To me, it's like the universe is blessing me. Like, you do not need that extra hundred You know, calories. I went to McDonald's the other day and the the machine, the ice cream machine was working and they were fucking out of French fries. When has that ever wow. happened? Wow. What a role reversal. Yeah, it was weird. That's wild. It was like a sign. So what'd you get? Ice cream went somewhere else for French fries. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that is the difference between you and I. <laughs> If it was me, I'd be like, this is the universe telling me I can't have the French fries. You'd be like, fuck it, where's Burger King? <laughs> um, okay, I need you to address this. People ask us about this a lot, and I want to just talk about it. Chloe, I, I, I know that a couple episodes ago I said, you know, I think that Chloe's just changing her Instagram flow. I still believe that. That being said, the abundance of quotes has become next level, and I am c- confused and interested and would love to hear what you think. She's spoken about it before, um, where she's just like, I find these quotes that resonate with me, and I like to post them because I want you guys to do them also. Um, I don't really get it because I don't think anyone cares about the quotes, but if it makes her happy, then— Listen, if it makes her happy, keep going. It's just—it's a I lot. can't tell you the last time I read one. I click right through them. No, I click right through them, too, but I do that on everyone's, basically. With the exception of Lisa Rinna, I like hers. Hers are funny. Oh, quote-wise, you mean? Yeah. I thought you meant story-wise. I'm like, yes, yeah, some, I guess. Oh, no, I meant quote-wise. Yeah. No, I watch stories. Lisa Rinna's are, are good because I always read them in her voice. Yeah, I don't—that's the thing. I don't read Chloe's in her voice. Yeah, I read them in, like, a pastor's voice. Yeah. She's They're very a, spiritual. Yeah, she's very also into this, like, pastel— Pink. Pinks yeah. and—, and She's on She's on some—I think she's on some emotional journey. We haven't seen Tristan in a while. I was going to ask you that. Is there something going on with basketball that we should be aware of? <laughs> we should really keep up better with with sports. I know. We. Re- I have to say, though, I do know about the pass interference thing that happened yesterday. Oh, yeah. Because I— like, My dad told me when I came down. I heard my dad, like, screaming, calling That's his so friend. That's so interesting. Doesn't yeah. your dad not—isn't No, he, he's, he's not at all interested in sports, but he, you know how he's such he's like, really a— He's really taking fan. up some new activities. I know. Golf. He, I know. He, I, he really is. <laughs> Not to brag. <laughs> um, he, I don't know. He's just into fairness, so he thought that it was, like, incredibly unfair. Oh, that's so cute. <laughs> I know. It's so cute. Um, okay. In other news of Kardashian stories, we have to talk about this. We got a lot of people asking us. So Courtney a couple of days ago, posted this story, and she was watching uh, an old movie that I'm forgetting the name of right now. I'm sorry. And she posted the caption, like, oh, I want to be in love. 
And then she posted another back and forth with her friend, Ali Rizzo, about like wanting to be in love. And then she, it was like a picture of their DM, which was kind of really cool to see. And I think she was kind of explaining in a way that like, it was more about the movie than anything else. Yeah. Like I think she was like, realized what she had done and she was like, oh shit, let me post this. Right. And she's like, do I want to be in love? Or, but then she also said there's something fun about like the single, single vixen or whatever word she used. Um, The other thing about, okay, I'm realizing as I'm speaking that this is, this week is really devoted to their Instagram stories because we found out a lot. Yeah. What I'm about to say next is she was posted a picture of Sophia's dog on her lap. Yeah. So I guess they really are, like, hanging. You, you never know. Like, it's so crazy because for all we know, Courtney could have just gone to pick up the kids and was like, oh, the puppy, let me see it, and then played with it, taken a picture, and left immediately. Or she could have spent the whole night there. I know. But regardless of what she did, her posting it was purposeful. Oh, yeah. That's the thing. Nothing's an accident. Nothing Not- is an accident. That is the thing. Nothing is an accident. Totally. By the way, totally unrelated note, Kim Kardashian's trainer, Mel, is on The Rock's show, The Titan Games. Yes. I don't know if she's got knocked off or how it works, but I watched one episode and I, you know me, I don't watch shit like that. I was so invested. Like I was screaming, that you Melissa, I watch because I feel like I only see her in Kim's Instagram stories and then here she is with The Rock rooting for her and I was so excited for it. I'm sorry. <laughs> you give me agita. I know. I'm sorry. Um, also, Kendall was apparently in Philly. For Ben's game. Basketball. Yes. <laughs> we know sports. <laughs> yeah. I I don't know what's going on with them. I just, again, sex safe, I'd love, I'd love to see. Yeah. They've been more commenty, remember? Yeah, they have been. They're they're making it a little more public. She always, we talk about this every time, but she's definitely the most private of all of them. And she is, and a lot of it is about her social anxiety, I think. She does. And also, I think she's lying low because of the whole proactive backlash now. Yeah. I noticed that in one of her most recent Instagrams, which was promoting it, she wrote like, I know, she pre- literally the yeah, first she time was like, I, I know, know there are bigger problems in the world, but comma. My thing with her isn't, my issue with it isn't that there are bigger problems in the world. Everyone's always going to have a bigger problem than you have. And I think it's so dumb to like, if you have a problem, then that's your problem and you're allowed to have that problem. My only issue with it is knowing that she didn't use proactive to clear her acne. My, okay, I agree with that that aspect of it. And also my my other thing was the fact that I felt like they they built the way that they built yes, it up that's to make true, it that's seem true. like she was going to really reveal something so personal, and it's not that she didn't, but it was like all to make money. And I think that that's the part we discussed this last You're week, right. but it's just true. Listen, you know we go hard for the Kardashians, but we can acknowledge when something is a little off. And I, for me, I thought that was a little off. Yeah. Um. Also, let's just briefly touch on this because I don't know what you guys think about, it, and I'd love to hear your thoughts. So, Rob Kardashian's been laying really low. And then we see last week, he posts on his Snap story, a picture of this Instagram model, Alexis Sky, And he's like, my my princess, I've been waiting for you. And Julie literally texted me and she goes, we're not talking about this on the podcast. Like, I can't deal with him. I couldn't care less. It's not that I care. I guess I'm just curious as to, I feel like, and maybe this is me, maybe this is wrong, right? But I feel like every girl that is with him in any time in the near future, not because of how he looks, anything like that, is using him. And I feel like, how can he not see that? Like, clearly he's Especially not in a good place. Especially because she has prior beef with Black China. That's what I'm saying. How does he not see that? But that's why it's like, all I want is him to be happy because I think it. he's just somebody that has so much stress in his life and so many other things that like prevent him from being in a place where he can be like mentally clear and mentally happy. And dating someone with this much drama behind it is obviously not going to get you there. That's the thing. He's he's off on what he needs is what I the way that I feel. And again, I know people say like, what the fuck? How do you know what he needs? I don't know. But from an outside I have perspective, to assume I have to assume. This isn't it. Here's the thing about him 
is that people could always say, oh, I died. I would do anything to be in the Kardashian family, all that stuff. And listen, they have a million benefits. And I think that that's incredible. And nobody is denying that. He didn't ask for this though. You have to, you have to remember the fact that a huge part of the way that they make their money is off of their vanity in terms of their glam and their makeup and, and the way that they look. And so number one, he's a guy, so he doesn't have access to all of, or he, he could have access, but he doesn't to the same type of product promotion that they do, number one. And number two, his his looks are actually a cause of his insecurity versus for them, it's their moneymaker. Right. Do you understand what I'm totally. saying? And I'm, that's not me assuming. He's made it clear. He's made it very clear. Made that's very why clear. he doesn't like that's a large reason why he's not in the public eye anymore. So it's really hard to be in that family when you go against everything that they are making their careers based off of. Do you, you know what I'm saying? Yes. And so he finds himself in this uncomfortable situation and maybe part of the reason, and now I'm just psychoanalyzing and like shooting the shit, but maybe he, one of the reasons that he likes to engage in these very drama-filled relationships is to bring some of that like excitement into his life that he's kind of missing like out on. Like it's his way to stay relevant? It, yeah, but not even in the press, maybe in like his own kind of mind. I, I'm, yeah. I'm kind of just, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm just philosophizing because I don't know. It's a, it is interesting. I mean, he's somebody who has lost a lot of really important people in his life. Not that everyone hasn't, but if you remember, he was really close to Lamar and he was really close with Bruce and, and the relationship between now Caitlyn and the family isn't what it used to be. And I think that was a huge loss for him, of course, his dad. And especially having kid and not having that kind of like, advice from his father, I think really affects him. I know, yeah, I don't, I don't think that's talked about enough, quite frankly. No, I don't think it is. Yeah, I, I actually texted Isabel and I was like, I was like, I think of all of them, like not having Robert is the hardest on Rob by a long shot. Absolutely. Is it not? As, not, not like as a missing their father, just like the guidance of. I have a lot of like empathy for him. No, totally. I, I have a lot of, me saying that I didn't want to talk about the whole exercise no, situation isn't because I don't have empathy for him. I have an extreme amount of empathy for him. I just don't have patience, I guess, when he's going for girls that are clearly wrong for her, for him. Like, I, if there is an issue with the mother of your child, then why are you going after this girl? Well, so can can I say another Play devil's theory? advocate? Or? Well, no, I'm just playing. I 1,000% agree with you. I'm literally just throwing out a theory, and I don't know if this is true or not. So she's, you know, obviously, like, a very attractive woman, and, and her, if you look at her Instagram presence, it's, like, very much showing her body and that kind of stuff. Do you think that part of it, do you think that he is right now in this time in his life because he's in a place where he's not feeling the best about himself? Do you think he's completely just blinded? Like any, like a woman who is attractive, who gives him, makes him feel attractive. Do you think he's he's totally blinded? Uh, yeah, but I think that's very indicative of his personality. I think he's always been like that. Interesting. I think it's just who he is. Like anything, I think there's two sides. Like she, it's the same thing with Black China, in my opinion. She makes him feel better about like the struggles that he has going on, and he gives her clout. Mm -hmm. And anybody who's going to say that Black China didn't need clout from before Rob is is lying. That's just a lie. It's, it's just a lie. That's just a lie. Whether or not you like the Kardashians, yeah, she was not. You a may be black. Name. You may be Black China's biggest fan in the whole world. It doesn't matter. She, yeah, this totally changed her. Maybe. Oh, but another reason. Maybe the maybe, you know. Get, getting with someone that has issues with her is his way of getting back at her. Another thing. That's, that's honestly probably incredibly, like, probable. Did you read, and I don't know how true this is because I've gotten a lot of information, but apparently that there was a um, uh, 911 call made to Black China's house last night because she was drunk and, like, not taking care of, of Dream. No. I read it online today. I don't know how true it is. I saw it on Press Hilton, which is, like— Yeah, who knows? So I don't know, but it, it's interesting. Who knows? Like, you just don't know what's going on with— 
that whole side of the family because you never you never hear anything. You never. It's really true. We we don't see. It's it's we have so much transparency on one end and then so little on the other. Also, I decided that the Super Soul Sundays that we were debating whether or not it's at their house. I don't think it is because Aaron Foster oh, was there. Oh, see, I read something that it was at their house. Oh, it is. I read that like at Kim and Kanye's home. Oh, so. again, it was like a news article that was speculating and not them saying this is my house. So I still don't know. Oh, so maybe it is. I don't know. I just saw Aaron Foster. Did you see her story? Was she, she was there? there? She was there. Oh, I think it's we have becoming to ask a her thing. About it. I, apparently, he's starting his own church, which I'm obviously joining and converting uh, immediately. Sorry, Dad. <laughs> I was about to say, oh, wow. That is a that is quite, oh, my God. I can't even imagine. Um, also, just one little update for the vlog squad slash Jenner fans. Um, remember how we were speculating that Stoss and Zayn were dating? So now it's confirmed that they're actually dating. And if you watch David Dobrik's most recent vlog where Zayn went to the hospital, it was because they were, him and Stoss were fighting over his jewel. 2019. Beyond. And she's fully in the vlog squad. Yeah. Like, fully. I can't believe they're dating still. He's one step away. She, David is one step away from filming a vlog at Chris's house. I'm telling you right now. Oh, I could so see that. Right? Yeah. I'm calling it right now. It just makes in sense, In Chris's too. closet. Like something pranking crazy. Chris. Pranking Chris with yeah. Kylie and Stoss, and they're all involved in Jordan's there. Doing some really elaborate prank on Chris would be really funny. I completely agree. Like yeah. the art one, but David But like style. different, like where somebody gets hurt. Right, yeah, exactly. <laughs> but not Chris. <laughs> um, is there anything else, Kardashian world, you want to think? Just think for a second before you answer that. Anything that we missed? Any other major news? I don't, I really think that there's, that we discussed it all, but I'm, all, the thing is, Julie and I just con- like every day. We, we talk just text- about everything. Yeah, forever. we talk about everything, but we also just constantly text about Saint West being so fucking cute. I can't. Oh, and an update: people were asking. I think I said it last time though that Dave Grutman did unblock us. Yes. Um, and our next goal is not only to get him to follow, but also to get him on this podcast. Yes. He doesn't follow a lot, of, a ton of people. He follows very few people. So if he doesn't follow, no, it's we won't fine. Take it personally. Of course not. But I just I think that it's that it's totally possible that it could happen. Okay, I think that that concludes today's episode. Um, just a reminder, guys, if you do like the podcast, it would be incredibly helpful for you to write a review. It helps us, and it's also just really nice for us to read. I love those reviews. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's so fun for us to read. Um, and also, the email comments by celebspod at gmail.com. Please email us. We already got so many, and it's so fun hearing what you guys have to say and your thoughts. Tell us what you think about the Rob situation and anything else we mentioned. And we will see you next week. So I'm a big fan of transparency across all aspects of life. Like generally speaking, there's pretty much nothing I wouldn't rather be told straight up. But specifically when I'm buying something or paying for a service, I just want to know what I'm getting myself into. And oftentimes there can be so much nonsense or so much yada yada. For example, sneaky terms hidden in the fine print of contracts or bills that randomly go up without properly alerting you or budget airlines with cheap fares, but then exorbitant fees to make up for it elsewhere. And we just should not need to be dealing with this type of yada yada in our lives. And yes, you could read every single word of every single contract, and that's one way of avoiding it. Or you can go with a trusted brand like Metro by T-Mobile that helps you to get ahead and not pull you back. That's right. You don't take yada yada from life, so don't take yada yada from your wireless provider. Metro by T-Mobile has no contracts, no credit checks, no surprises, and not a yada yada which honestly gives so much peace of mind. Like you shouldn't have to compromise for an okay option with sacrifices when you really deserve that full transparency. Stop by one of over 6,000 Metro stores nationwide.